And I mean, it's like, that's why I love what I do is helping people learn this stuff. I mean, that's where you get the fulfillment from. And Stephen yeah. and I have talked about this a lot. I mean, it's like, hey, it's awesome at the end of the day. But a lot of the days, it's just red and green numbers on a screen. Yeah. But when you get that email or that DM or or you're working with somebody and they're, and they're like, hey, I made 500 bucks because of the stuff you taught me. Yeah. It's like, that's freaking awesome. You know, and that's, that's, why we, freaking awesome. that's why we do this podcast. I mean, we're recording the second podcast of the day, you know, but. You're listening to the Steady Trade Podcast, a podcast that inspires traders to make meaningful strides and pursue their passions. Your hosts are Tim Bowen, the lead trainer at Stocks to Trade Pro, Kim Ann Curtin, the Wall Street coach, and Steven Johnson, the up-and-coming trader who's always willing to learn. Together, we'll sit down with experts to talk about their process, the lessons they've learned, and discuss how all traders can level up their trading careers. Welcome back to the Steady Trade Podcast, everyone. Back with Kim and Stephen. And interesting topic for today. So what we are doing, we actually just got done recording with JJ Gorilla, a.k.a. VWAP Trader 1, on Twitter. And, you know, we decided to do this episode because we, the, the, the episode with JJ was a little over an hour and I actually kind of ended it because at that point I had like four, four pages of questions and I'm like, we either need to end this episode or it's going to be like eight hours long. So (laughs) what, what we decided to do, we're going to have JJ back, but, um, we got a lot of questions and, and interesting discussion. So we're, we're actually recapping that episode. So if, if you stumbled across this one first, definitely go back to the archive. And I would say stop this one right now and go back and listen to that episode with JJ, uh, the VWAP trader, Confessions of a Market Maker, et cetera. Hey, check that one out. And then spoiler, ju- spoiler alert, spoiler alert. This is the spoiler alert, right? Yes, That's exactly. Why you want them to exactly. Watch that Very one. fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So stop here before we get a spoiler. Yeah. So, <laughs> so welcome back, Kim. Welcome back, Stephen. And uh, let's go. What do you guys? What do you guys? What do you guys think? So. Well, I, I just was watching the shock uh, unveil itself on Stephen's face, and I was like, okay, like I, I, I don't understand some of the nuance. Obviously, he's talking about, but I, I believe. Don't feel that- bad. I mean, again, I like to, I like to always. I mean, I talk about this, you know, being in love with trading since elementary school, student, quote unquote, student of the game, and about sixty percent went right over my head. I mean, I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> I just I just know you and Steven have notoriously spoke about the they that you that retail traders are up against that you're trying to warn me about. And when I I've listened to him now enough times where I'm like, he was the they. He was the they. And these stories of the manipulation, I, I thought, well, hold on a minute. I think this is exactly what Stephen and Tim have been warning me about and all our viewers. So let's have this guy talk about how it's going down. And I just saw, you know, both of your faces at times. And I was like, okay, 
this this is definitely important for all of us to know about. But I just want to preface it by saying um, the markets are obviously rigged, right? Because if the markets were completely random, nobody would be able to make money by day trading, right? It it has to be manipulated because good day traders profit from that manipulation. The fact that companies need need to raise money, they need to push press releases, they need to then put the 424B5s out, dilute the stock, they need these days, they need the hedge funds to help them push the stock up to then get the dilution out, to then hammer it back down. It's a system that keeps the American markets running and it keeps companies flowing. And so the markets are not random. Like we know they're not random and good day traders will profit from knowing the manipulation and seeing the cycle and how it works. And then seeing the caveats and the nuances to know when to be in and when to be out. But to hear it firsthand from an anecdotal point of view was shocking. See, and, and that was my, my point too. And, you know, again, it's like, it's, it's like so many things like, you know, it's like you, you hear about, you know, well, how the sausage gets made that that's the old saying, you know, it's like, Hey, you get a sausage and you're like, it's great, but you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And that, you don't want to know. You don't want to exactly. know. There were several <laughs> times he's talking and I'm like, am I going to get in trouble for having this conversation? No, go, go, go. Just, just when we finished the conversation, both, both Stephen and Tim were saying to me, uh, Stephen, you said this, you said, I was afraid that the police were going to break into the middle of our conversation because it was so shocking to hear somebody be so honest and straight from the hip about what manipulations have gone down, do go down. But I mean, but I don't want people to get scared because it's like, we need these people in the market to profit. Like we need them. Like retailers need them. Like and mm-hmm. and the way he was because if this if this stuff wasn't was. happening, stocks yeah. would go up one percent or down one percent. You know, yeah, it would be chop. It, it would all yeah, be chop. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> so I mean, like good point. We like it, he his interview was very much like taking advantage of the retailer manipulating the retailer and just slamming out slamming out the stops taking it back and and re and repushing it back up but the game is to learn what they are doing to profit like that's the game to see the nuances see the tricks see like see when a stock's soaking see when they're soaking to push it um and, and, and just like watch for the times where they're just about to pull the plug because like, so for example, like we asked him for some kind of advice and he said, hit, hit him up, but there was no, there was no kind of clear, clear, this is what you do because it's a great area what he's describing. But I mean, Tim, I don't know if you can, you can contribute, but like say the chart, this is the candle hitting, hitting, hitting. When that thing is soaking, holding, 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 then it drops. And then they pull it back up just as it should have fell through where it should have fell. Well, for whatever reason, it drops and then it comes back up. This is the, this is what he's talking about. This is the holding it. And you can guarantee in five minutes that thing's squeezing. It's these tricks. You know, and, and that was, you know, again, spoiler alert, you know, um, I I I I feel like it feel I feel like it's like Christmas. It's 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 three weeks before Christmas, but I got like this amazing present. Thank you, Kim. By the way, it was but, my pleasure. I didn't yeah. want to wrap it up. I wanted you to get it early. <laughs> you know, I just and and that's that shift I talked about where Stephen, like you said, I mean, for eight years I would short 
the biggest gainer of the day under VWAP into the afternoon. And 80% of them failed. Four or five years ago, they did the same action and they ripped. And I kept getting smoked. I get smoked. I get smoked. And it's like something changed. And that was the cool, again, my, my Christmas present was I asked JJ, I said, was this like 2015-ish? And he's like, yep. And I was then, you know, again, <laughs> Merry Christmas to me. And it was like, because man, I, and you, if you've a long time listener to the podcast, you've heard this story a million times. I finally got it validated by the owner of the sausage factory, you know, <laughs> like, like I kept saying, man, I don't, what, what's in this thing. And he, and he finally came out and told me what was in it, you know? Exactly. exactly. But he did give us some specifics, Stephen. Like he spoke about bonus, it's bonus month on Wall Street, yeah. December. So end of month, he talked about uh, the time of year, the holidays, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, that, that there are, there, it does sound like, and I think, you know, we talked about having him back on, but there does sound like there are certain specifics that you can at least be conscious of. And even what did he say at the end, just about never uh, enter trade when there uh, isn't, isn't going to be float, right? In volume, yeah, yeah, or, yep, exactly, yep, yep, so. Now, I think there's obviously ways to read into the filings, and there's ways to look at who owns parts of the stock by looking into the filings, um, and there's, I think there's little tricks to look at the level two to see, like, when it's being manipulated and by who, but it's just on another level. It's on another level to what to what we see. All we can do is learn by like, cause all of the, all of these guys are doing the same thing, right? They're all doing the same tricks in the same way, because it's basically, how can you guess what all the retailers are going to do and then do the opposite. So they'll all lose. So, so like we all know kind of to a degree what they're doing, but it's just about, it's about following the money. I I remember we had a girl called Tanya on, right? Was it Tanya, the girl Mm -hmm. that we, we interviewed? It's about learning what the big guys are doing and following the money. Yeah. What, what do you think was most shocking for both of you? Um, you know, shocking, not the, I mean, again, you know, I, I hate to just kind of repeat that point, but it was just like, I guess it was shocking that, you know, cause this theory, and again, I've joked about it on the podcast a million times. I'd say Bigfoot aliens were doing it. You know, it, right. it was, yeah. it was Alex Jones that was doing this, you know, but I think that was the most shocking thing for me was, that validation that and 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 again what jj said was a lot of these junior well they're probably not even partners but a lot of these traders that couldn't make it up through the realm you know and they they didn't get to partner you know they got nice bonuses they're in markets and then they recognized so much more liquidity in the penny stock world because I, i tell this story all the time i mean it used to be we would we a million shares traded on like a $1 stock was like a big deal. I mean, I mean, uh, I'm talking, I'm talking 27 to 2012 or 2007. Mm-hmm. It was like, Hey, Oh wow. Hey, this thing's trading a million shares. And then some that, that volume changed and the price action changed. And again, I always said, I thought, you know, back to that whole wizard of Oz analogy where there was like these guys in the smoky back room and I think that was the most shocking thing for me was that, that he validated like that. And listen, if you got 10 million bucks, 
mean, that's nothing on Wall Street, you know. I mean, yeah. you know, to, to, to Paul Tudor Jones or, or, or Stevie Cohen or, or whoever. But in the penny stock world, you can make a lot happen with a couple million bucks. And yeah. that's what blew me away is, is, that, is that, that, would, that validation. So Yeah, yeah. How about you, Stephen? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I just think it's a combination of things going back to Tim's point. I think that, I think that the penny stock market got a bit busier. And then the fact that the micro cap market got busier made Wall Street say, uh, hang on a sec, this might be now, this might now be liquid enough to, to just start dabbling with. And then now it's just boomed. Yeah. But, I um, think it, was it Latoya? Latoya, you were yeah, talking oh, about. So it's Latoya, yeah. Latoya, Latoya, we talked about follow the big money. Yeah, but the, the most shocking thing that he said to me, which kind of hit home, was when he was saying the subpennies, they will, they'll hold like a billion shares. He was saying, we'll, we'll just hold a billion shares of a subpenny. And um, and I've seen the trick so many times. In an offshore account. Together, you know, in an offshore account. account. But I, I see what they're doing, though. Like, I see it. I see them just just let it fade, pre-market, let it fade. That up, 9, 23, 24, 25, it's just popping up, 500,000 volume. Then 14 million comes through in the opening minute. And I'm like, how, how do you, does a stock go from zero interest to a thousand percent interest, mm-hmm. like in demand? And it's, it's obviously the just creating the next hot runner of the day, getting everyone to jump back on board, getting that supply up, and then just bagging them into it. What are you going to do different, Stephen, now with how you approach your trading because of nah. what JJ had to say? Nothing, nothing. For me, it was all just confirmation. I think if right. you get to a stage of profitable trading, um, it's you've already learned what they're doing. You just didn't know the way. See, and I think that's exactly. And, and again, you know, I'm putting words in Steve's mouth, but I just want to make this point that I said, you know, to me, when we were recording that, I think the reason what I saw happening in Steven's brain was just like all these cogs fitting together because he yeah. kind of he kind of knew this stuff, but then JJ's it, yeah. like. Yeah, and he's like, you know, it's it's like, you're right, you know. So, no, but I, I don't dispute a single word that he said because every single anecdotal story he had in fact that he'd made. I thought, yeah, seen you do that, <laughs> seen you do that, seen you do that. So, um, but I mean, I, I'm I'm grateful for them. Like, just like I remember Tim Sixties, he's grateful for the promoters. We need them. We need them. The more liquidity anyone can put in the market, the greater, the more grateful I am as a day trader. And, and again, it's, like like you said, I mean, if this if you had a great in opening statement, you know, it'd just be a, a stock would go up one percent today, it'd go down one percent tomorrow, it'd go up. But you know, yeah. you would you wouldn't get ears, yeah. you wouldn't get ears yesterday yeah. to today. You know, ears goes from a dollar to seven back to three. You know, you wouldn't get that. <laughs> what what do you think is the reason that? this part isn't really talked about guys. Like it it sounds like he was saying he was surprised that nobody else. I mean, I get there's not that many people who probably leave the world and then decide they want to be a contribution to retail traders, (laughs) but still like, what do you think that behind the scenes sausage factory isn't talked about? My, my opinion is I got, I got two points is number one. If you're a kind of shady character, why share? You know, it's yeah. like, it's like you got this money machine. Why would you tell anybody? Yeah. And then again, I'd like to get into more of, of JJ's bio. I don't know how he just so openly talks about this stuff. You right. Know? Yeah. Like, I'm like, you know, again, I kept 
like looking over my shoulder and I'm just SWAT listening to SWAT the guy team. talk. So, no, so but, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty positive it's illegal, right? I don't want to say what he was doing is illegal, but I'm pretty positive phoning people up and saying, move this stock. No, in fact, it is illegal. Like to tell someone we're going to short this stock, we're going to short the stock down and then tell the owner of the company, your stock's doing bad. Would you like to sell it to us for this price and we'll rip it up? That's totally illegal. So it's not talked about because it's totally illegal what he's saying. Right. Well, I didn't, I didn't mean necessarily the depth of what he spoke about. I think I'm curious why oh, the no underbelly... One cares, no one cares, Tim. No one cares. I mean, ultimately, and I know, that, I know this is me, and, and I, I liked your response because you know where I'm going. No one, <laughs> no one cares. I want to make some money, bro. Yeah, yeah. But it seems to make so much sense. And that's what I think, you know, I'm always looking for, like, if something's happening in the world, there's something underneath that. And I want to know what that is, because knowing this is kind of superficial, I want to get to the foundation of the underneath. Listen, Stephen, you, you, you said it yourself. Stephen and I were like two kids, like looking up to Santa Claus, telling a story. <laughs> But 99% of market participants, they'd be, they'd probably, they'd probably shut that podcast off 30 seconds in. They don't care. I want a Ferrari, you know. Yeah. And, not, and not a shitty 1982 Ferrari like I want. But. <laughs> but this would help them get the Ferrari if they do the due diligence. I agree. And uh, understand, but... like, knowing now that they go in packs, like, I would be, uh, wouldn't you want to look behind and see, oh, who's behind this potential? But it's so many layers, right? There's so many layers to profitable trading. So, like, first of all, you need to understand price action. Then you need to understand the variables that impact and make a market move. Then you need to like, know what way to give to variables, like by sector, by, by uh, news, by float, by daily. Like that in itself takes a couple of years to learn. And, and then you need to know how to trade the patterns properly. And then you need to know how to trade the patterns properly when they're being manipulated. Well <laughs> so like so, it's so, years to get there. Well said, Stephen. And, and I, will, I will back off from my jaded old man statement. And I will agree with Stephen. And, and the, simple fa- the simple fact is that single digit percentages make it to year four, you know, and, 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 yeah. and I, I loved your, I was giving you a thumbs up your timeline. Cause you know, it's like, I mean, back to your question, Kim, and again, I'm, I'm backing off. It's like taking a 400 level physics class as a freshman, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you know, yeah. you, you got to take the hundred level and then intermediate and then advanced. Yeah. And then you're taking the 400 level physics class. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Makes and sense. this was 400 level physics level. <laughs> but, but both of you and your excitement and, you know, not just your excitement, but like you both kind of knew this, like you both sensed it, you intuited that this something was going on behind the curtain. And I, I feel, you know, I mean, that's why I love you guys. Cause you guys, you guys don't just take what's at face value you both do think about like, well, what might be behind this? What, what would be the reason that that's happening the other day, Stephen? Like you're asking those questions uh, and I just feel like, doesn't it help you be more successful and effective if you get those confirmed, those intuitions or hints? I, I think every good trader knows. Every good trader knows they. Like we, we all retail traders reference they. they ah, they're pushing it off. Ah, they're doing that. Ah, they just slammed it. 
Mm-hmm. They just slam the bed, though. Like, true. Uh, they should, like, I even think sometimes, like, they should be getting tired now. I'm like, they've been ramping this for a while. Like, how much do they have in terms of resources? Like, they should be tired by now. Like, I just wait for the crack. When the crack comes, when the crack comes from them ramping it up, it's like, ah, they finally sold a chunk. They finally sold a chunk of this. Now they're going to start offloading. Like, totally. Just, totally. We all, we all know. We all know. We just don't know the Lamborghinis and the Ferraris and what they're doing and, and how they're spending the money. And I think to a degree, it's because we don't want to know because it's bad enough losing to them, let alone have it rubbed in our faces. Well, and again, just the amount of money. I mean, he's just throwing around money. I mean, in nineteen ninety dollars no less, you know. Yes, that's years, so true. 30 years ago, it's like, you know, and he's like, hey, I need 50 grand for the weekend. Oh, I sell some stock. You know, it's like. <laughs> when, when I first talked to him, he said his garage was filled with the, his five, like, dream cars. Five. It was interesting with what he was saying. He got paid by liquidity, though. That was that was quite interesting. He got paid by liquidity, not by buying and selling companies. It was more he got paid for putting liquidity in the markets, I guess. Yeah. Well, I, I can't I mean, really expand again, on that. You know, you know, think about it, Steve. You know, and and he told that story. I mean, I mean, if 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 Kim's got a billion shares, there's got to be a market. You know, if if the stock's yeah. trading a hundred thousand shares a day, you you know, just yeah. like his his example with Apple. You know, he's like, hey, if some of these hedge funds liquid, they they could, you know, they'd run Apple down to five bucks if they dumped everything. So you gotta have a market, and that's why, again, and that's that, actually you asked what blew me away. I'm just blown away. He's doing this stuff again in the '80s and '90s, and it's like he's got 50 brokerage accounts in, you know, and he's calling them all, you know, and and it's not like it's click 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 click. You know, it's just like it's wild and and. He's buying and selling to himself from 50 different accounts to create fake volume so that then it shows up on everybody's scanner. Then when you get that fax, you know, you, I remember the fax promotions. Kim remembers wow. those probably. Yeah, yeah I, I remember and the then fax you'd, machines, but. You know, the and then you'd call, your, you'd call your broker or whatever and he'd be like, oh yeah, you know, it's, it's trading. So give me a, a thousand shares and, or whatever. And it's just, I just. I didn't, you know, again, I just didn't know. <laughs> I mean, I kind of so, did, but I, you, you, I also thought it was more just like the stuff of movies, you know? So, so, so it, what do you guys think is the, is the, like, you know, you say, okay, some of our viewers may not want to go this deep, but what is the most important thing for the traders that are watching us that are trying to do, be up against these guys? What do you think they need to know? I mean, I, I would just say um, it's it's really difficult because it's hard enough to learn to trade than how to learn what manipulators are doing. Because I, I would say that there's, there's two people that you're facing. It's retailers versus retailers, which is long versus short. You need to know when a, a long is going to panic sell and you need, you need to know when a short is going to panic cover. Like that's, that's one thing you need to know. But the second thing you need to know is the other competition that you're up against, which is the they, right? Which is JJ. You need to have an you need to be aware of the typical tricks that they might pull, which is like running mm-hmm. it up pre-market to dump it at the open or soaking the bid to ramp it in the afternoon or artificially pumping it up with volume just to let it crack. Like you need to be aware of these scenarios just to have an edge. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's going to kind of, my answer is going to be very closely matched that. And this will go back to, you know, episode one of the steady Trade <laughs> podcast. 
<laughs> when, I, when I told Stephen the number one, your number one goal as a new trader is stay in the game. Okay. Yeah. And my point is, and I know, again, I was so happy with my Christmas present. I'm not saying I was some sort of genius to figure this out in 2015. It's no. just, I was there every day yes. from 20, 2007. And by being there every day, I'm like, this shit used to work. Totally. It's not <laughs> working anymore. Totally. And, and, and that, that seat time, you know, sitting here every day, not blowing up, you know, not taking crazy risks. Cause if you take those crazy risks, now you're pissed off and you take six months off and that's six months of experience. So that, that's my biggest thing is do what you can to stay in the game. And I don't care if you're making 20 bucks or losing 20 bucks, if you're yeah. here and then all of a sudden, you know, years later, you're making the real money. It's just, that's the biggest thing in my opinion. Just, so it's, you're noticing, you, but you notice can't the notice pattern. this stuff. Yeah. Unless you're here every day Yeah, or sure. as many days as possible. Okay. I get it. If you got a job, but you know, can you be here four days a week? Can you be here yeah. three days a week? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Stephen made, Stephen made it work from fucking Dubai. You know exactly yeah Very that was true. that was too that was too many hours a day. i don't know it isn't been out doing that that was too many hours a day but if you love it you'll get through it yeah. but um but it's just like yeah you just you just got to show up every day I've, I've lost the trail of thought was what i was gonna say but ah yeah it's you, you, like if you love it you'll find other people that love it as well right in between three of you four of you five of you six of you someone's gonna start clicking and being like what are they doing there and, and you're exactly. all going to live it together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Even if you don't understand what's going into the sausage, you know that something is not right. And whether you understand the nuance or not, you've got to be at least cognizant of that. Okay. This is, this, this is what happens when that happens. And regardless of whether it's manipulation or not, it's going to affect my efficacy. So I have to pay attention and not keep doing the same thing over and over again. Like you stopped in 2015 because you saw that it wasn't working anymore because you kept watching. Yeah, And at some point, I don't know, maybe next year, maybe next month that I, I mean, that same, I mean, in my opinion, that VWAP fail will come back, you know, and it's yep. that same yep. big gainer chop sideways breaks down late day, you know, and and when that time comes, I'll be like, oh, it's back. You know, I'm going to trade my or change my approach back to that, you know, yep. but yep. I'll remember it because I saw it, it, you know. Yep. Yeah. And even yep. you, Stephen, you talked about your uh, keeping uh, a, a photograph of all of the uh, previous trades you've done and that you can now lay that over a current trade and use that as a guide or a template for how you're going forward now with that particular trade that looks similar. Yeah. I mean, look, there's only so many, there's only so many ways that you can really manipulate a new trader because that's what they're doing. They're just trying to take advantage of the new raw human emotions of a new trader. And they're trying to trick as many new traders as they can. And there's only so many ways you can do it. So like within about five or six years, you, you like learn the tricks, I think. And you're like, all right, they're doing that trick and they leave them that alone now. And they just started doing this trick and then they leave them that alone. It's just, it, there's not, it's, the, this, it doesn't change and there's not a whole new game to learn every time. There's just small changes. Once you get the gist of it, you can, you can, you can kind of get it. 
That's my take. Anyway. Well, one thing I love, I love too, is that he referenced all these. I mean, it was just kind of interesting. H.C. Wainwright. Yeah. Well, number one, H.C. Wainwright. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or just all these old books and stuff. It's just wild to think, you know, and that's another thing that kind of blew me away is he's like, you know, I, I just thought, you know, all this shenanigans, I kept thinking as like a computer thing, you know, I, I, that, that might, again, and I'm, I'm a tech, I'm a technology nerd. I just didn't see this. I thought this was like dot com booming later. And here he's like, no, we were doing this shit in the nineties. I'm like, man. And he's saying all the guys were doing it in the 1890s. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not the algorithm. It's the men behind the algorithm. (laughs) Yeah. It's just a computer instead of, instead of, you know, a hundred JJs on six, phone lines exactly. it's just a computer sitting out in new jersey doing the same shit totally, totally, totally. <laughs> one, one thing i will say is it sounded like a good life like jj sounded like he had a very good life like it sounded like a very fun life well hey, man. It, it was hey, man, it was either, good either. until it wasn't it was good until it wasn't until he is dead at 40 for four minutes i mean you know he said his heart hey, man, his it, blood uh, pressure Write write a write a story worth living or live a story worth writing about. You know, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I he has some stories, and I'm sure he'll share that the next time he comes on. But you know that I think that reconciling that you have when you have experienced death or near death, uh, you know, you you your your priorities potentially shift, and and you know he'll he shared this in that first conversation I had with him on a podcast he said you know he had everything he could money could buy but he wasn't happy and he said you know and that and that informed probably some of the rest of his journey and why he does what he does now but i think that tells us like there and not because of what i've done for 14 years i've talked to plenty of people who have all the money in the world but that sense of equanimity peace of mind being able to sleep night eludes them and if that doesn't tell us that money doesn't bring that peace, you know, what will? It's like, you know. No, I mean, I mean, I, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, it's like I've always said, I, you know, back to that. It's like, it'd be awesome to be a billionaire, but I don't want to do what it takes to be a billionaire, you know. <laughs> yes. But, yes. Do you guys not think that, um, do, you, do you guys not think the best things in life are free, but the next best, best things in life are extremely expensive. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> you know, do you not think that? I never, like, that's I what never I've heard that. Lived by. I never heard that. Yeah, it's no, it's, it's true, though. It's true. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like, I mean, yeah, I would love a billion dollar yacht, but how great, it, how awesome is it to sit there by yourself? You know, what do you do? Yeah. You're gonna yeah. you gonna watch Oprah on your billion dollar yacht by yourself, woo! Yeah. You know, yeah. So, or question <laughs> you've got if a all... wife or a husband or, question. or kids or girlfriend, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or question that your wife or girlfriend or friends or kids love you or they love you for your money, like you know, like it. It's I think it's not to dissuade people from obtaining great wealth but don't think that that's going to bring you that sense of deep satisfaction or worthiness like it's a bonus but it's not going to fundamentally make you feel i mean i mean ultimately that's why i freaking i mean i'm i'm you know 62 years old 63 next month and i mean it's like that's why i love what i do is helping people learn this stuff. I mean, that's where you get the fulfillment from. And Stephen and I have talked about this a lot. I mean, it's like, hey, it's awesome at the end of the day, 
but a lot of the days it's just red and green numbers on a screen. Yeah. But when you get that email or that DM or, or you're working with somebody and, or, and they're like, Hey, I made 500 bucks because of the stuff you taught me. Yeah. It's like, that's yeah. freaking awesome. You know, and that's, that's, why, we, that's awesome. why we do this podcast. I mean, we're recording the second podcast of the day, you know, but. 63. What Steven, what do we can do with him? 63 years old. I mean, I actually believed him for a few minutes. I was like, oh, you're 63, you are getting older, and your hair and, and stuff like that. You're, you're, you're old enough to know Magnum PI. Is that your Magnum PI hat, by the way? It is. It is. Is it yeah. the original Magnum PI yeah. hat? Yep, yep. So, so did you this bid is, on? Yeah, I got it on eBay. Well, it's not like his, but this is the the hat from eight from the Tigers from 80 to 85. It's had this green bill. So, um, you don't want to know. Wait, can, I, can, I, can I ask a question that I do want to know? What's that? I want to know. I want to know. Why don't you use the run machine anymore, Tim? You just give up on that shit? I rode yesterday. Really? I don't yeah. see that stuff on Instagram. I don't see that on Twitter. Um, I don't see every, the sweat marks my, on the floor. I don't, I don't see the PCs so, anymore. <laughs> well, he, because I, uh, you know, I've got a guy helping me. Would do some. I've got a, a, an intern now, and he told me to quit posting the watch picks and quit posting right. the, the rowers. I mean, look, if you, if you've give up, it's okay. Like just, just admit it. What do you, what's your, what's your 5k time? <laughs> Not a very good one. I'm so, I'm so fast. <laughs> no, I've lost. Honestly, I've just bought some, uh, I've actually just bought some nice. So nice are, you, are you, are you, are you, are you like, trying to challenge me to something or are you too scared i i, I challenged you it sounds like you're thinking about it I but you're like you whoa you didn't want to do know, it I, I, i'm the little doggy on the porch but i'm not sure if i want to come off the porch or i just want to sit here and bark just tell me what you want to compete in and i'll train until october and i'll be at the conference just as simple as that <laughs> We just tell us what you want to copy match. You, 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 you purposely destroyed your passport so you couldn't come to America last year. <laughs> actually, I think, I think what happened is we weren't allowed to do the boxing match, actually. We were all both I the boys that yeah. wouldn't let me do it. Trust I think. me, legal was like, we can't have Stephen <laughs> dead, okay? We can't have this boxing match. We need him. If he's in intensive care for six weeks, well, how are we going to do the podcast? I, I want to know how much you paid for that. Box match. I think it would be good. But we'll, we'll, we'll need to get. I'm. A, oh, I'm telling you one. Two hundred for this cheap ass Korean conference. hat. But it, it meant a lot to you. It was worth it. It was. Worth it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> she presented his Porsche. <laughs> Ferrari. It's a Ferrari three away. Sorry, <laughs> cheaper than his Ferrari. <laughs> but uh, I, I was just thinking last night. I, I can't wait for this coronavirus to be over and for we all to be like at the conference, meeting in person. <laughs> Everyone gets to see each other again. We'll get to see the speakers and the talks. We'll get to go to Hooters together. Like, I'm, I'm like so excited. Yeah, I can't wait for Hooters. Yeah, I tell you, you know, not to get too off topic, I think we kind of recapped the podcast with JJ, but it's like, yeah, dude, I am like, listen, I love to travel. And it's just like, and I know everyone right. says, well, you can still travel, but yeah, what am I going to do? Go to New York City and then get quarantined for two weeks? I'm like, no, mm. you know? No. no. <laughs> so, no. I mean, I, I had all, I posted those memories, you know, it was a year ago at that TWA hotel. And I was like, man, it'd be cool to go back. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then they imposed that two week quarantine and I got to sit there and my family's back here or, or you know, it's like, yeah, um. no. I just no. I need to keep making money trading so I can pull, get one of you guys and 
talk about guys into doing a tour around America. So I can see all of America while teaching for stocks to trade and teaching you guys. I just need to get that bank balance a bit higher than I'm, I'm in with one of you two, hopefully. You'll get it. You'll get it. It's going to happen. It, and it will go back to normal. It can't, it can't last. It doesn't last forever. I just read a novel about the pandemic, the 1918 pandemic. And, you know, it doesn't last forever. So we just have to hang in there. You guys are done. There's a vaccine now, no? In England, there's a vaccine coming next week. Really? You guys, it must, yeah, yeah, we've got a vaccine for like the over like 900s. Are over you going to be taking that first vaccine now? Yeah, like I, be, I like believe what the government tells us and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like a lot, of, I mean, a lot of people the don't. First batch, the first batch, I don't know. I think I want, I, it's like the first sampling of a new <laughs> recipe. I want to um, just so wait here's my, here's my, here's my, here's my random. I've taken uh, worse things. You know, here's my random reference of the podcast. Google uh, Alex Jones folk song. Okay. Oh no. And, and watch, watch it. It's from like three or four years ago, but it's, it's genius. So. Oh, is that, is that, is that why you went to put the tinfoil hat on? Well, again, I just, you know, back to the whole vaccine stuff. I mean, that, 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 that's, that's right up Alex Jones alley. So uh, would you get, would you get it right away, Tim? Would you be getting this vaccine right away or would you wait a little bit? I mean, I mean I'm probably going to get eviscerated on social media, but no, I mean, I don't get a flu shot. It's just like, yeah, I haven't, I haven't been sick in, well, I was sick. I think I had coronavirus in January. But I mean, other than that, I haven't been sick in five or six years. So it's just what's the secret? Just eat me, eat me, eating cold showers. Yep, 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 yep. Get you outside. Do, do cold vitamin, vitamin D, man, vitamin D. I don't, I don't get why, I don't get why people don't. I mean, it's like, I don't, I don't see why. Number one, I don't see why you don't want to tan, and number two, I don't know why people don't want to go outside. I mean, it's like, yeah. it's, yeah, it's pretty and, 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 and that's again conspiracy theories. It's like here's an like like. Vitamin D across the board keeps you healthy. So what do they do? Tell you to stay inside 24 hours a day. It's like, wait, and wear man. sunscreen. Yeah, sun. Oh, don't uh, get skin cancer is a pretty big thing as well. So like, you kind of should wear sunscreen sometimes. Sunscreen. Yeah, you they, say, sunscreen? They, they, they say the Navy SEALs don't wear it. I suns. No, you, do you actually wear sunscreen? Uh, no, not really. It's freezing outside, but like. <laughs> Like when I was in when I was in Dubai, here's uh, what you do: you go no, outside. It's like lifting weights. No, go I would, outside I would. five minutes, then you go outside ten minutes, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> hey, guess what? You can go outside for a couple hours and not get sunburned. That's the way. It Tell works. you what, though, one of the perks of being a day trader: every single day in the summer that it's hot, you're tanning. You're tanning. You're getting an hour in. You're not in an office. You've got no one telling you what to do. You're like, I'm outside for an hour. Yep, exactly. Yep. So we, we have here in Hawaii uh, something that is a, it allows you to block, you know, the harmful sunburn. It's a, it's a pill, you know, it's a, it's a supplement that, uh, that is something that uh, I think the swans, you know, in the, the swans turn their, it turns their uh, skin and uh, what do you call that? Far, it's not their far, but it t- turns it from white to pink to help them not sunburn. And this product helps you be able to take the benefits of the sun and kind of protect you from sunburning. And can it's I also good eat, for can joints. Can I just eat a swan instead of taking the pill? I don't think you can. I don't think you can. But I, but I'll send you guys the information. But this, I've been taking that since I've been here. It's, it's uh, awesome. it, it does. It does sound logical. But I don't. I don't. There's probably not around here in Hawaii. So. 
but it's like an algae. There's an algae and that's what's inside of this uh, supplement. And that algae kind of protects you from the burning, but it allows you to get all the benefits of the vitamin D, which is part of what you get blocked when you wear the sunscreen. Or just go outside. Well, if you have sunscreen on, you're blocked from receiving the benefits of the sun. So anyway, it's another conversation. Now we're all going to have to, I'm going to have to get us all tinfoil hats after this conversation today, Tim. <laughs> I'm a little worried about the algae at the bottom of your water bottle, to be quite honest. So I'm thinking, uh, yeah, we got to get you a new bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's your Christmas present. I, I, or I don't know if that's pee or if it's water. No, it's water, no, but it's it, in, it's <laughs> algae at the bottom of his bottle. Yeah. Hey, no, that's not God funny. made dirt. Dirt don't hurt, son. You know why I got an immune system? Because I drink swamp water. That's why I don't get sick. I eat dirt. All right. So uh, how I many may... questions? How many questions are you guys going to ask JJ? We're going to have him back on. How, what, what, what are you guys going to do? Like you have four pages of questions, Stephen? Do you have I think questions? it's better to put it to the public and ask the public to ask. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. So everybody's got to put all the questions you want us to ask JJ the comments on YouTube. For those who are listening, you're going to have to just hop over to YouTube and put those comments in there for us. Or on the blog post, they can put their questions there, right? Yep. Yep. And Tim, if you can count them up, I'll just go to the garden and just eat some handfuls of grass and dish. <laughs> Not grass. No, plants. Plants are out to kill you. I'm just going to go eat some mud. Hopefully plants it'll rain were put on this drink, plant. Drink the mud and water. The, 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 the plants are trying to kill you so that then you die and then they digest you. Yeah. That, that's how it works. It's a circle just, of life. Just lick some windows and eat some mud. Fair enough. <laughs> that, that's probably not a bad idea. Don't use, <laughs> don't use hand sanitizer. Either. I've never used hand sanitizer in my life. So it kills me. Hearing, I remember hearing 10 years ago the hand sanitizer was causing people in surgery to not recover as quickly because they're, they were kind Kills of your bio. immune. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so anyway, Stephen, you, you threatened this competition. What, what, we, I, I, I feel like you successfully diverted the conversation. I, I would outrun you, outcycle you, outbox you. Uh, I'd probably outperform you in a trading competition these days. I, I like the, something physical. I like something physical. You, you've challenged me with these rowing competitions. These, the bot, you pick one, pick one. Or, I, or, are, we, be, I, or are we doing like a Billy, Billy Madison decathlon? I'd beat you at trading as long as I was, well, both allowed two blow-ups. I'd beat you at trading. I was allowed one blow-up each. Fair enough, fair enough. So, And oh loads of leverage. But now, nah, in terms of physicalities... Um, I would, I mean, look, I'll, I'll give you a choice. Um, I'd cycling, rowing, or swimming, cycling, rowing, swimming, boxing, any of the four. Well, sw- no, I clo- swimming's tough for me. I, I like the swimming one, but my pool's closed. You know, it's... Mission. I don't even have a pool. I just go okay. in the sea, like a okay. man. Well, in... <laughs> Well, I got to drive an hour. Well, I guess I could, but the lakes freeze. Okay. You got, you got to remember. They, I don't care that the lake freezes. Get in. You well, don't die from jumping It doesn't <laughs> matter. You hit, a, you hit a Wim Hof, right? Yeah, but I got to take a chainsaw. And then what do I do? Cut a hundred meter square out of the lake. Exactly. So that I, be I mean, like an adventure. Go on one and up the other. That'd be nice. He needs to be able to train. He needs to train. Exactly. So, no, so I was thinking rower. I think bike. I'm going to recommend bike. 
You guys should have a bicycling contest because you can have that here in Hawaii, like the Ironmen, right? Who come and compete. He's got his Peloton. You can still ride probably in England because it doesn't get that cold, does it? So what's, what's the metric though? It's hard. Like, it's like, hard to... like with the rower, you can just do like 5K time. What's the, yeah. or do you do 5K Rowan... time on a bike? I don't know. What's the, I think, I think Rowan's cool. I'm, co- I'm cool with Rowan. Um, I'm happy to do that. And then, so if 5K time? October, you can just get two rowers. Yeah, like five k, thirty k, like well, that that Hyatt that that you, or that we have the conference at in Orlando, they've got like ten concepts twos there. So you'd know that yeah. if you were at the gym with me. So and I and yeah. I'm an outrigger paddler, so you know I might be able to be in on those too. Fair enough. So five k time is that what we're doing? Um, I think you're doing five k because you know that you're best at it. So I'm just gonna mix it up and say five k and ten k. How, like how, how long does it take to do 10k because i've never been on a raw before 5k i mean i can i can do 5k just over 20 minutes uh yeah so let's do a 5k time yep that way how, it's not like yeah that. yeah let's do 5k um, but you've got to post the time so i know what i'm working towards i'll just say you tomorrow why, why, why do i gotta give you inside information no well like I'll, what's the date uh, what's the date i need a benchmark so what what we're in now february this will just, I mean, look, all I do is trade. I don't December have a job 2nd. anymore. So I can just be full-time rower. <laughs> the market's are two hours a day anyway. I'll just be a full-time rower. Um, so what we've got now? 2nd of December. Oh, we've got January, February, March, April, May, June, July. Oh, geez. You're pushing this out 10 months? Well, the conference. Oh, oh fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. All right. I, I, mean, I thought this was like... Unless, unless I blow up, I'm probably going to be there. Okay. Fair enough. So... No, no, um, I just, I, I, I didn't realize. I thought you were talking like some sixty or ninety day thing or something. So, um, I mean, look, I'm, I'm not against making this some sort of. Um, like, what I would say is, it's like a point system where thirty days in, there's a one point. Six it's like the, it's again, it's the Billy Madison. Have you, have you watched Billy Madison before? I mean, I, I've heard of a person called Billy Madison who's a fictional <laughs> character. Anyway, by Adam Sandler. But but hang on, just look, I'd say the 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 main part is the conference, but there can be smaller competitions in the run-up. So it's it's like one, two, three. So there's a, a one month in challenge, a three month in challenge, and then a conference challenge. So March. How about three months from now is the first challenge? All right. So same March. First. March 15th, March 15th, the Ides of March. It's got a little drama to it. And then June, and then like June 15th, and then you've got August, September, and then the conference is October. So you've got March. And June, is, and is the event going to change, or is it just always the rower? Mm, nah, to be like I, mean, Iron Man. Uh, I would just say let's just keep it to the rower. I mean, it's, it's, well, we can change it if you want. I would, you can pick one, I can pick one, and we can do one at the conference. But I like the idea. Yeah. So maybe you pick the raw. I'll pick one. And then we'll, I don't know. Let's just do the raw for now. It's getting too complicated. Exactly. The but there's four things, right? The, the police are on their way. The police are coming after you. The police are exactly. I'm the one who's going to The girl is the baby trainer. They'd be like, we're taking her out. <laughs> All right. Well, I like it. I want to raw. Yeah. Yep. So but I want to see times of you, though. I want to see times of you. Why do you have to see? Why don't I get to see your time? I will. I'll like just let's just talk and share times as the podcast rolls on. It builds excitement. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it helps us with our rapport, which has been falling recently. 
Um, I hate you more than ever. How has our relationship changed? Uh, I, I've proven myself I mean, over the years. I've proven, day... I've proven that I'm a good person deep down. Fair enough. I've proven, I've proven it. Right, three years ago at the start of the podcast. Oh, I like your I like your He might be a joke. He might be a joke, but he looks like he works hard. Might be a joke, but he looks like he works hard. Now it's he's pretty much a joke, but he, he is a dead hard worker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so you're in too, Kim. You you got a concept too? Yeah, I, I could definitely do the rowing. I mean, well, because you know, that way we got the same. We we need the same metric. So yeah. obviously, you can train with your rowing, but yeah. you'd want to get on the concept too. And then that way, you know, we're competing. Yeah. So, yeah. And the great thing about it, it's 2020. So you get no handicap. <laughs> I love it. Back, back in the olden days, here, here's Stevens, like three foot taller than you. It outweighs you by 80 pounds, but you get no handicap. So I love it. I, I'm glad I you're happy. Women's rights. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have women's <laughs> rights a little bit to stop, but we'll save that for another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and and I will I will probably well I mean I won't even request a handicap, but uh, but we'll see as we get closer. <laughs> so yeah, you because you, you know what a concept two is, right? Mm-hmm. No, that, no, it, I don't. Oh no, well, I don't know what a concept. It's two. like you could Google it, but it's like the standard indoor rower. It's one of the fan rowers. Okay. Pretty much like every hotel, every almost every gym has one. Yeah, so, I'm pretty sure my gym has one because I because I used to. And it's got a it's got a PM five. It's a computer. Yes. yes. So then that way we've got the same, and then set your fan on five. So set your okay. fan on on the middle point. Okay. And then that way we're all comparing the same metrics that way. So, okay. so you don't run that. I, I generally like to grind it out on ten, but you you're, you're more of a five guy. No, actually, but is the way I understand it is it doesn't. It's not like higher is better. It's like is it some, not? I don't think so. I I, yeah, I, I think it on I think lower is harder. Is no, it lower is lighter? It's less resistance. It, yeah, I don't higher resistance. Uh, it, it could be just the way the machine is set up because I think the one I have rode on here in my gym is uh, well because it's lower. got that little slider on the fan. But yeah, anyway, okay. We'll find uh, out. We'll make sure we're on the same page. Look, I'm ready. Nine months off alcohol, brought every day. I'm totally ready. Beat, beat Tevin, Kim. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm totally ready. Water all day, protein only diet. I'm ready. Kill some deer. <laughs> I'm in. You're running out of time. We only got, we got to get you here in the next 28 days. I'm going to start okay. looking out the window for some deer and then I'm going to eat some mud. <laughs> All right. I think we dragged on the randomness long enough. So thank you, everyone. If you're still here, which why you're still here, I don't know. Glutton for punishment. You should should have stopped this podcast 15 minutes ago. But if you are still here, definitely check out the episode with JJ. Um, Pretty wild stuff. And then whether it be this post or the other post, definitely give us some comments because we'll have him back and really looking forward to that. And thank you, everyone. Um, again, we went a little off the rails, but st- you know, Kim, Stephen, and I love love chatting. So hopefully, it wasn't too annoying. Uh, we had good stuff at the beginning. So um, that being said, head over to the State of Trade Podcast. Give us a review on iTunes. Give us a comment, good, bad, suggestions, and we look forward to seeing you in the next.